Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we have same Downton, new drama, new season, um, season three. So let's get right to it. <laughs> same characters, same location, new drama. Oh my gosh. Okay, here we go. Always epic, everybody. A spring at 1920. I love Never it. Never gets old, that theme song. Yeah, we got Daisy walking up to, I guess, the, the church, right? Um, yeah, she's going somewhere. Yeah, everybody's going to get ready for, I guess, the, the wedding. It's a... Uh, yes. They're having a run-through. A rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and they've got, like, this archbishop doing it, and... The, like, normal pastor is, like, pissed. Like, the normal pastor has to do all the work, but the archbishop, like, has to just marry them, I think, is the situation. Yeah, they, like, they like flew him in from somewhere. Not flew, <laughs> but, like, he, tra- he, tra- he traveled from somewhere because Robert specifically wanted some... He said he wanted a prince at the wedding or something. Like, I don't know. Some Someone says it later, yeah, but it's... He's, he's, like, some super important church dude. Yeah. That they want at the wedding. He's got a red coat on, so he's like a cardinal or something. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, the wedding we're talking about is Mary and Matthew. Fine a fucking late. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they profess their love to each other at the end of the last episode, the season two Christmas special, which was super epic. Um, Super good. Super great. Yeah. And we've got them now in the church. So Mary's, you know, just kind of slightly stressed. Her, her dad is slightly stressed in this episode, Robert. Um, but they're just talking about the only thing that's on anybody's mind at the moment, that Branson may be coming to the wedding. And it is like, everybody's like, oh, no, we're going to have to face this head on. If the, the, you know, the fact that Sybil ran off with the chauffeur. And uh, everybody's got to deal with it, so. Robert is the biggest stress ball in just for so many reasons. Not just Branson, but for mm-hmm. something else yeah. that we will talk about later. Um, but yes, that is the that is the, the drama of the day. Um, is, is Branson might be coming and shit's going to hit the fan, apparently. Yes. Um, okay, Daisy's riding her bike back up to 
uh, the house, and now we're we're in the downstairs with everybody. Um, Emily talking about needing a footman, right or no? Yeah, they're basically like, you know, well, right now they're talking about how Anna, Mr. Bates, like left her some. Like a place to stay, I like guess. Like a house or something. Yeah, a house on Downton, yeah. um, which is like what they wanted or something. Um, or it's like right. off somewhere close by. I thought they were going to get like a little tiny house. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought that's what they wanted to do. Were they still going to work at Downton together like when they got married or did they plan on eventually leaving? I think they were going to like work at Downton and save up their money and then like buy a hotel. Remember that's what they wanted to do? Right, they were gonna do like a hotel, like a like a bed and breakfast or something. Yeah, it was gonna be like them and their kids, like working the farm of this hotel, um, <laughs> making them change all of the rooms and shit. Like that's that's their dream. <laughs> well, uh, got to put their dream on pause right now. Mm. Um, um, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So, I guess then they're talking. I have to play. Thomas is being an yeah, asshole. I gotta play with with Thomas here because he's like being, he's being a real asshole for like no reason. Like he's just like I don't understand why he has to feel. He's always an asshole for no reason. <laughs> I know. What makes this any different? Okay. House. I thought they confiscated the profits of murder. Mr. Bates had the wisdom to transfer it to her before the trial. I don't think I'd have allowed it, Mr. Carson. Then we must all be grateful you were not the presiding judge. I still think it's funny. Given that he's a convicted murderer. May I remind you, Mr. Barrow, that in this house, Mr. Bates is a wronged man seeking justice. If you have any problems with that definition, I suggest you eat in the yard. Oh, I love that. Hell yeah, Carson. <laughs> you tell him. Yeah. You tell him. That was... Uh, he needed it. That was pretty great. And then we're at this other house. Can... the Isabel's house, right? And Violet's yes. come to visit. Or... Uh... Either that or or this might be Violet's house. That's true. Know. It also could be Violet's house. I forget. I think it might might be Violet's house. Um She is uh Violet is like for sure that like Branson is a good like he would be good to bring over. And every you know, Cora is like, No, I don't think it's would be a good idea. And then Isabel's like, I think he would be good. You know, he's he's an addition. He's an interesting addition. And then Violet's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> um, it's cute. Well, yeah, I, I think I think Violet Violet doesn't doesn't show that she's like super on board at first. Um, as well, I I, th- I think it's mostly Isabel who's just like he he'd be a good breath of fresh air for this family. The f- this family's too stuck up. They need to be brought down a peg. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> I mean, obviously that's the way that they are. They're very snooty. And we see that a lot in this episode. True. Like yeah. as well. Um so then we've got this kind of shady phone call with Robert. Um yes, he gets a phone call from his lawyer or something or his, his... financial person. I don't know. He gets a call from someone. You know, the actor has to, um, like, use this old-timey phone call with, like, you know, the little, like, ear thing, and then they talk into it, and it's just adorable. Like, imagine, like... And and, and, pre- and pretend like he's talking to someone. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, how silly you would feel if you did this. It's so funny. Um, pretend like he's having a conversation. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm gonna come see you. And um, Mary walks in, and in this episode, it's so- Mary asks, you know, 
Papa, what's the matter? And then he's like, no, nothing. What should be the matter? And she's like, um, okay, dad. But like this entire, this entire episode is basically people who are like asking questions and then they just deflect the question or just don't answer it at all. They just change the subject. Like it happens. This is the first time. It happens multiple times. So that's that's the theme of this episode. <laughs> Great job, writer. It sure does. <laughs> it sure does. Mary Mary kind of knows something's up, but he totally just like dismisses her, and she like I don't know. I'm I'm surprised she doesn't bring it up again because like she, I don't know. She seemed like she knew, and that I don't know. It just it was a weird little exchange. She looked offended that like he didn't answer her question. I know they, she did because it's ridiculous that no one answers any fucking questions in this in this entire episode. Well, and also by this time he doesn't know we're all in the dark still. He just said I need to go to London. Right, it's a serious matter. Like he only knows that it's that it's serious. I don't. He doesn't know what it is yet. Right, right, exactly. Um, so then the downstairs people are just I got gotta play, <laughs> gotta play here. So th- this is the part where they're talking about the the footman. Um. That they need a footman because obviously now Thomas is a valet to the Earl, so right. he can't also be a footman because that's not the way it is. I guess feel like you can make Thomas I mean, do two things, but yeah, when he's not being a valet, can't he be a footman? Because they don't not, really overlap. <laughs> a valet, a valet just helps helps people change, right? Change their clothes. Yes, but I guess and it's like, like a higher. Like it's like a higher status than a, a, than a footman. So, like, I guess he can't do both. Like, he can't retroactively... Because it changing somebody, and then you go down to dinner, and then you serve the dinner. Like, it makes sense to me, right? There are two things that happen at different times. Like, <laughs> so. you could definitely do one and then do the other. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm just going to play what... Um... O'Brien has to say here. Sit down anyway, have a cup of tea. I'll start on the final list for the wedding tomorrow morning. I've got the last of the wine deliveries coming on Tuesday. How will you manage without a footman? I agree, but I haven't time to find one now. I've had a letter from my sister asking after a job for her son. Miss O'Brien, we are about to host a society wedding. I have no time for training young hobbledehoys. That hobbledehoys. Oh, hobbledehoys. She's like, my nephew. I love that word. <laughs> I'm going to use it forever now. Hobbledehoys. Oh, man. That's a, that's a good that one. That is a good one. I, I was excited when he said that. That was adorable. And then, of course, O'Brien brings it up to Cora. And Cora's like, well, I don't see why not. And so then she brings it up to Robert, who's very preoccupied with something else right now. You know, we have a footman. Because Cora is a fucking pushover. <laughs> She'll do anything, O'Brien says. I can't stand her. I'm so, Cora's one of my least favorite characters. She is, I, yes. She's the worst. And and just, she she makes some really creepy faces in this episode. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's her eyes or if just, like, the way she looks. She looks down and looks up at people and she looks like a, like, like a psycho. <laughs> I think it's her I'll eyes. I'll, I'll try and sh- Yeah. It's her eyes. Her eyes creep me out. I don't know what it is. It's it's, it's probably her eyes. Her so, eyes, they scare me. That was that was the n- number two scene where Robert walks in and he's like totally preoccupied with that phone call that he got. Yes. And then 
a, you know, Cora's like, hey, what, you know, can we hire a new footman? And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And he's totally not paying attention. And then he's like, I got to go to London tomorrow early in the morning. And she's like, what for? And he goes, oh, nothing to bother you with. So that's that's the second time he somebody deflects an answer. <laughs> let's let's keep it count. Let's keep it count. I got I got a, I got a post it note. OK, um, I got a post it note. Then Anna is uh, visiting the prison to go see her husband. It's really great that they're like letting her visit whenever she wants. It's it's kind of it's kind of nice, like. Oh yeah, visiting uh visiting Mr. Bits. Yeah, um, it is her husband, so I think it's probably like they can't have conjugal visits, um, but they can have like just meetings in in a cell. Um, so she's found this yeah. like list apparently of or or she's asked him to make a list or or she has a list of names that he needs to give her notes on. Like yeah, I'm I'm not, I'm not sure who supplied the names or if she was just like give me a list of any friends people of Vera's no Vera Um, like it was behind like Vera had left it like in her apartment or something oh yeah it fell behind something so I think what happened was her and Mrs. Hughes went to um they went down to London the house yeah the house and because I think Mr. Bates had left the London house to her so she went. Yeah, the house that Vera, Vera died, died in. in. Exactly, and that's that's and what he it left is. it. He left it to Anna. Yes, he left it to Anna, and then she like went down there with Mrs. Hughes and found a piece of paper like behind something that, um, behind like a bookcase or something that had like a bunch of something. acquaintances on it. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what it is. And so she's like in this list, you know, it's what it is. And then Mr. Bates is like, okay, well I'll. I'll write down this, but I don't know how it's going to help. I'll, I'll see what I can do, but it's 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 pointless. Right. I don't, I don't know why you're trying. I mean, it's not it's pointless. she fucking loves you, dude. It's not pointless. Anything can help. And she loves you, dude. Like, just take it. Just deal. Gosh. He just he can't. He doesn't. They're like, it probably did um, nothing. Also... Nothing. She's like, what else am I going to do? I, I have nothing else to do yeah. for you. I just want to help And she's you. like, and the, and the 15 other schemes that I come up with. Or ideas I come up with will also probably be pointless, but at least I'm trying. Yeah. You should at least try, too. Like, you're just what you've just given up in here. Yeah, he totally um, has. He he gave up a long-ass time ago, man. He is he like... He gave up before he even met Anna. Uh-huh. And, like, uh-huh. And, and even marrying Anna couldn't get him to be motivated. He's just... He's the worst. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm, I'm coming into this... I'm coming into this episode with a toot, all right? So just be ready for it. It... Um, Nothing's gonna stand up to that Christmas special. Like, that's true. That's that's probably the most happy I've been uh, watching a Downton Abbey episode, and now I'm just gonna be salty I, the rest. Because the like, time. there's no character development between that. Like that episode, I think a lot of people made a lot of leaps, and they were clearly like doing a really good job at that. But now, like, we got a new season, so everybody's back to square one when it comes to their personal development. <laughs> Yeah, and ha- I have to have to painstakingly like just make make all these sequences longer, all these these uh these storylines. Exactly. Um, you know, you got to have some drama. It's the show is a, is a soap opera, so <laughs> it sure is. Um, quickly, also, Mr. Bates also brought up his uh, he got a new cellmate. Yes, um, that's right. That's right. Who we don't know much about, but Mr. Bates probably doesn't like him because he doesn't like most things or people 
uh, yeah. more events in his life. I mean, but I can imagine so. that it's pretty hit or miss with a cellmate that you would get in prison. Um, they could be innocent like you, or they could be not. And if they're not, then maybe they're not somebody who you want to hang out with all the time. And too bad you have to because they're your cellmate. <laughs> yeah. And yes. you're in jail. We get to meet them a little bit later, so we will get to that in a bit. So the new footman has um, arrived, and of course Mr. Carson is salty that he's too tall. He's like six foot one. And he said that he works at a hotel uh, as a waiter. And he already has yes, the job. after the war, yeah. he, got, he got a job as a waiter at a hotel. Um, and Mr. Carson's just like, and you call this experience... And he's basically interrogating him, and Miss O'Brien is like, like, I don't see what the point of these questions are when he has the job. Yeah. Um, yeah. He seems very young, and definitely, like, impressionable, like, can totally learn, but he's, like, very unsteady about it right now. Um, yeah, he's a, he seems like a good kid. Yeah. He, and he seems like he'll, he'll work hard. It, I yeah, mean, he tries. He tries. It's just... Don't be mean because he's tall. It's not his fault. Mr. Carson is just so angry at him like he's just so pissed because he's so young and he's he has to angry teach at everything you're so right he's just... he's he's mad because o'brien went behind his back and got him hired without like you know him getting to choose someone yeah um yeah and and he just he has these extremely ridiculous standards that are dumb <laughs> there's just not the way things are anymore um, right. So then we, we're walking with Mary and Matthew and there's this beautiful shot of the side of Downton with like the green grass and everything. I really like it. And we can see them walking. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to play a little bit of their conversation here. Just at the start. So we've a place to sleep after the honeymoon. You can't object to that. No, it's nice of them. Though I doubt I'll get used to taking you to bed with your father watching. <laughs> He's so relieved we're getting married. He wouldn't mind if you carried me up naked. Careful, I might try it. Saucy. Mm, <laughs> I don't want to move to London or anything. I'm not kicking against the traces. Just testing their strengths. I want us to get to know each other. To learn about who we both are without everybody being there. Well, it's quite a big house. It's a lovely house. It's your home, and I want it to be my home, too. Just not quite yet. I, I, uh, I just like that conversation, because, first of all, their outfits are incredible. Um, they really are. It's just, it's crazy. And then... Edith Edith <laughs> also wears a cute one later on that I really like. Um, yeah. But so, so basically what Mary is saying is that after their wedding and their honeymoon, she's thinking they just come back to Downton and, and live there with the family, right? Is that what she's saying? Or, or a different house? She wants to live in Downton. Um, she wants to just yeah. stay there. Like, But Matthew wants like a smaller place that could just be them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that they could, you know, spend some time together yeah, after, like, they're, after they're married. Yeah, like and they should. live a few years somewhere else. Um. You know, just to just to start their family, maybe, and then move back to Downton or something. He just wants to like get to know her, and I think it was a very like mature conversation between them. Um, which later yeah. later there's not one, so I just I, <laughs> which I'll play I'll play that one. <laughs> so you definitely have to have to take have to take these good conversations while you can exactly because it it, it goes bad quick. Um, so. Then we have Robert. He is in London now, which uh, you can tell by... What does that sign say? I gotta read this. Spitting? It says, 
Passengers are earnestly requested to abstain from the dangerous and objectionable habit of spitting. (laughs) Spitting? Yes. I did not notice that sign when I was watching it. I didn't either, and I have it paused right now, but I love this, like, this London um, set that they got with all these extras and stuff, which... I mean, I can't tell you that this is shot in London, but it's definitely probably like a realistic place that probably looks like this still, obviously, because nothing in London changes and a lot of old things in the UK. So I just think it's cool that they mm-hmm. they used this and then they put some stuff up to make it seem a little older. Um, and then he's got, you know, of course, his uh, old ass car that he gets into. It's pretty adorable. Yeah. Um. So he's going to. Very cute. He's going to his financial uh, advisor here. Um, Yeah. Who, I mean, I don't really uh, need to play it, but he basically just says, you put all your money into this railroad in Canada. And then then Robert was like, yeah, it seemed like a good idea. The war, you know, everybody needs railroads. And then he's like, that is true, but this particular one got bankrupt and it's going to get swallowed up by like the Canadian rail or something. And then Robert is just pissed. Like he lost all of the money uh, that Cora's family had that her share of money uh, to this, to this bad investment, which is just, it sucks. Like (laughs) it's really sad. It's really sad. Um, And you know, the financial advisor says, you know, I told you not to. And he said, well, everyone was saying to do it, but I guess not for this particular one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe investing in railroads was a good idea, but maybe not that one, which is funny because I'm watching um, uh, Victoria. Oh yeah. um, The BBC series and um, a character in there invests in the railroad and it goes bad too. (laughs) Remember that, remember that movie, uh, there, that, that mini series that we watched with Killian Murphy. Um, that was like the the world is something about like where where we are now. The way of the world or something. It was like where wh- we are. Yeah, the the one with Matthew McFadden as well, or or was that another one? No, I think that was a different one. This one had um oh that guy who God, what's his name? Who's in like uh Killian? It was like Killian was Murphy, it, and then also was... that girl from the actress from Harry Potter who plays Moni Myrtle. Um, and then like she was the daughter. Yeah, that, that's also the one with Matthew McFadden. Oh, he's in that. Like tries to marry her or something. Yeah, he he, he like has to marry her or something. Killian Murphy's like think... super cute in it too. But that whole entire series was about the rail. Like they had made a railroad investing scheme, but it turns out that they didn't actually intend to build a railroad at all and they just took all this money and they just stole all this money from people instead like that was kind of like Mm. i remember that and then there was like a love story with killian um yeah it's been it's been a a while since we watched that i think it was like the way we live now or something like that some some similar which is a book as well i think i think it is (laughs) yeah i think it's like a real fat book you know period like you know period drama like lots of which you know probably when it was written was not period love that shit man love it okay um so yeah robert is pissed Mm. because he he's lost all the money and this is bad news like so basically this is down basically downtown could go down yeah because he has no money and no money 
that means that he would have to sell Downton or sell pieces. So of is Downton. that is that why he 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 married Cora for her for I mean I, I know I know he loves her obviously right. but like yes. did did she have more money than him? Yes, technically I think she comes uh, from okay. like ideal kind of like a Vanderbilt situation in America. Uh, they don't say what like it's supposed to be, but I'm thinking she's she's supposed to be like the Vanderbilt family, like basically the richest, like a, like a new money sort of way, or yeah, or like well, American money, like basically like the Gilded Age, um, like the uh, the whole growth of America that in the early 20th century that had like the um, what are they called? Uh, robber barons, like people like Rockefeller and Vanderbilt and like um, J- Morgan. They all like owned like the top one percent of the like the wealth in the country. Like they owned like ninety nine percent of the wealth in the country, and so all mm-hmm. their families and everybody else just lived like there was like no middle class. It was like low class and then like upper class. Um, and that was kind of like, so she's from like a very upper class family. And I remember in the beginning of Downton, Robert said that he married Cora for her money, but then fell in love with her afterwards. I think that's what happened. Okay. But clearly he didn't love her like a lot because he had an affair. Well, sort of. An emotional Um, affair. Yeah, he definitely cheated on her a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, an emotional affair. Um... So now everybody's getting ready for the wedding by putting up all of these cute little uh, triangle banners everywhere. They're super cute. Yeah, they're like little white flags, yeah. little white, um, little, uh, what are those things called? They drape. I don't know. This is the outfit. Yes. This is, this is... what are they called? <laughs> a, a banner or like a... A banner, sure. You know. A... Streamers? Stre- no, no. Know. No, no, no. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, they're like little triangle <laughs> flags, and you know they hang on a string. Everybody can picture yep. that. Um, yep, yep. Yeah. So this is the like beautiful outfit that Edith is wearing. You can definitely tell that the budget again for the. It just looks like she's wearing like three coats. It totally like, does. Layered under each other. It, she's got one and then another. But I kind of love it, and it looks like fantastic. She really, it's great. Um, I really do like it. I wonder if, like, you and I, if we wore outfits like this, would it make us, like, look weird? Or, like, would it make us look taller? I I mean, because everybody Ooh. who wears these things looks really tall. You know what I'm saying? It elongates the, the, the frame. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's, like, straight line. Like, there's not really a lot of curves with it. Um, yeah, with all the looks from like the twenties and stuff. Yeah, which were coming coming to that. Um, but Edith meets Anthony Strallen and sees him, and she just pops into his car and has a conversation with him because she's totally in love with him. She fucking she wants it to happen so bad. She pushes it. Yep, yep. He's out driving, and she's just like, "How's it going? I'm just gonna hop in here." And he's like, "Oh, okay. I mean, shouldn't shouldn't you be getting back to wherever?" And she's like, "Nope." Nope, I can be right here. I, this is exactly where I want to be right now. Isn't it exactly where you want to be? And he's like, well, yes, <laughs> but I, I rather think we shouldn't. And she's like, oh, but we should. 
yeah, she's she's really pushing this. Um, and then I think it, it's at that point that she basically invites him to the wedding too. Like, yeah, she's like, she's like, you should come, and he's like, uh, I don't know. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you should. No, you should go. You should she's, go. We're having a good time. It's gonna be a good really time. Go. I want you to be there. It's, she literally says it so so plainly, and it's cute. Like, I really admire her. Her. Uh, yeah, I like this. I, I like this confident. Yes, confident Edith. Exactly. I like it. I like it. So I'm just going to play this Matthew and Mosley situation because it is like... <laughs> it's, it's, it's so awkward. <laughs> it's so it's fucking such an awkward. awkward. It's an awkward and sad conversation. <laughs> stay. Live at the big we'll house. stay there until we decide where to go. It'll be on the estate, I should think, or in the village. Not here. No. But I shall expect you and Mrs. Bird to look after Mrs. Crawley. You'll not be taking me with you, Stammering. sir. Only I thought you'd be needing a proper valet once you're married. I've always thought of you as more of a butler who helps out as a valet. Oh, God. Not the other way around. Well, I'd be happy valet. to be a valet, sir, especially in the big house. I won't be at the big house for long. To be honest, Mosley, I want to live more simply after the wedding. And besides, Mother absolutely relies on you. Well, that's very nice to hear, so thank you. <laughs> so, basically, we're back to, to square did one. Did Matthew basically fire Mosley? I mean, he kind of <laughs> did. He was like, uh, Mosley, you know, I think you're you're more of a butler. <laughs> and he's like, um... It's like, it's like kind of a mean thing to is. say. Like, oh... It's so tough. I kind of just think of you as, as more of a... As, as more of a nobody. <laughs> Basically what he told me. <laughs> and then Mosley's like, well, I'm going to come with you to the big house, right? He's like, no, nah, I'm going to do it myself. Again, we're back with, like, like nah. season one where Matthew was, like, not letting Mosley do things. And it was like, why Why does Matthew want this, like, again? Yeah, why have we, in a way, um, regressed? <laughs> We've totally regressed. That's what I <laughs> why, are we, why are we regressing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. Um, and then, of uh, you know, <laughs> then Thomas is addressing uh, Robert, and he's like, you know, the footman arrived just just to stir up because he's you know, he loves to stir up the drama. He wants to to start it, so he brings it up to Robert, and Robert doesn't know. He Robert's like, what? And then he's like, yeah, the, he came. I thought we you approved this. And when did this happen? He's he's <laughs> very tall. I'd like I'd like to point that out. He's very tall. It's it's. It's not good. It's not good because he'd have to lean over to give you food, and it's not good for his back. <laughs> I understand why being a tall footman is not ideal, because then, you know, they have to lean a lot to give you your food. Yeah. Like, like later when, when we see him serving the food, he's like, his half his body's like over the table. I know. He's, he's serving so people. long. He's such a long gentleman. So, so then we've reached another conversation with Robert and Cora, and Cora's like, "I told you we were getting a new footman in my room." And then he, Robert's just like, "Literally last night." He's like, "Okay, we can't hire anybody else. Like, please, like, absolutely nobody. We literally can't." And then he's like, "Not till things until are until things are settled." I'm gonna, okay, Cora, I put, I put another tally. What things? Oh, nothing. <laughs> I got third third time. Do not hire any more people until I handle everything. Until I get everything figured out. Get, what figured out? Nothing. Let's talk about the wedding. And then, you know, it's 
is just All right. he's you know he's just pissed. So yeah, Miss O'Brien is I'm looking. Keeping a tally. We're at three right now. Yeah, looking right up to her nephew, telling her, "Okay, it's gonna be okay. You're not vain like Thomas. Like she's not happy with Thomas. She's not been happy with Thomas lately because Thomas is acting like an asshole. And for once, O'Brien is yeah, not acting Thomas, like a bitch. Like, <laughs> ever since Thomas said something, she's just kind of which again. It seemed like they were all hunky dory in the Christmas special, yes. and now she's like, it's it's weird. It's like it's like yes, the Christmas special was like a continuation of a story, but like people were kind of acting differently in the Christmas special, and now we're kind of like going back to to what they were. Yes, it's weird. It's, it's like it's like it was its own universe in a way, a little bit. And Thomas um, is also pushing with da- pushing it with Daisy here, and talking that she's just pissed because she has she's got a raise which is good but she's a kitchen assistant while also being the kitchen maid and she's like we need to hire somebody else i am doing too much and i know i'm getting paid more but her like status is not like she wants another person to be hired so that they can do the grunt work and she can just be the kitchen assistant and then thomas is like you should you know stop working you should go on strike or something and she's like okay maybe (laughs) And because Daisy is an impressionable pushover, she will probably do it. Yeah, she just, again, very, very impressionable and naive. Um, then there, With no thoughts of her own. Nope, everybody just gives her her thoughts. Um, yep. So this this new... Vet, he's so tall. He's so tall. So the, everybody's at dinner, they're talking about how on Wednesday uh, is when Edith is coming. Sorry. Sybil is coming and they're like oh is Branson coming <laughs> they're like let's not talk about it right now let's, let's change the subject <laughs> again I think that that does count as as another one like don't st- All right. stir the pot because it, it, we'll, we'll figure we'll find out don't don't have us don't have us confront and deal with our issues just put them to the side until we have to deal with them that's basically yes. that's basically what they do they just sidestep the situation until they're forced to face it exactly and they they face so, it yes, they face exactly. it hard so i guess what happens with this guy i'm just going to like kind of i don't understand so he, the really tall so because he was a hotel waiter he would serve people but yes. in a house you the people serve themselves and he just isn't aware of that. Yes. And so like, but I feel like that's like literally the number one thing they should teach you when you become a footman is like, okay, well, Mr. Carson, how do I do things here? Should I serve them? Should they serve themselves? What other very important information should you tell me before I make a fool out of myself out there? My God, sir. Well, and Thomas probably could have helped him if O'Brien wasn't being mean to him. Like, you know, if, if they were still on good terms, maybe Thomas could have could have given him a few pointers. But Mr. Carson was probably just going to let him let him, you know, make make a fool of himself, basically, because he's he's already mad that he got picked. So Carson wants to see him fail. Yeah. Um, and then they also say and, and now and now so does Thomas in a way. Exactly. And they, they no one likes new people in this in this world they're like unless you're even if you were to the status quo exactly exactly. (laughs) just like just like fucking high school musical so then they're saying that uh grandma is coming from america uh very soon which is a fun fun part of this episode as well um i gotta play what violet says here it's so funny i just okay so she says to the footman, I thought you might have been walking on stilts. When does Grandmama arrive? 
She gets into Liverpool on the 15th, so she'll be here the day before the wedding. I'm so looking forward to seeing your mother again. When I'm with her, I'm reminded of the virtues of the English. But isn't she American? Exactly. <laughs> Can I... Violet! Oh, my gosh. I fucking love it. I love it. And you'd think that since the first person served themselves that he wouldn't have learned and just offered the tray after that. Why does he then continue (sighs) to go to every person at the table and try to... I just don't think he knows. I just think that Carson just didn't properly prepare him. Like... It's so mean of Carson. He's such a, like, and yeah. you know what it is? It's also like, again, Carson says this thing at the end of the scene, which I'll just, I'll like recite it. He's so like, he makes his grievances known, like in front of everybody during dinner and like scolds the guy right in front of everybody. And then everybody has to hear it. It's like, to me that that's, that's not very professional. Carson does it all the time. Like, Things will be happening and Carson will make a mistake, like he'll do something wrong and then he'll over explain it. And it's like, just go in the back and deal with it. Like, why do you have to like, I I don't know. Like, yeah, it makes me upset that he he needs to show how grumbly he is about this guy who's making mistakes. But then Carson makes mistakes, too. Like, what? (laughs) It's just not fair. Yeah, it's I mean, it's it's definitely for the drama. Um, and I don't know, Carson probably wants, wants like Robert and the family to know that he's, he's also not happy he's with, a, with the current situation. Yes. Like he's, he doesn't, he's not quiet about trying, it. trying to throw them under the bus, basically. It's, and it's not even like they ask him directly in a private setting. They're asking him, like, he's not even, he's just volunteering the information out loud without like hiding it. You know, I just think it's, it's for the drama, but it's just not the, it's just not the way. It makes more of a spectacle yeah. if you're standing there yelling, like reprimanding the person than just, you know, doing a quick little fix, you know, like, you know, just let them serve their own. Like that would have been such an easy thing, like like a like a swift walk behind, whisper, let them serve let them serve themselves, and then just like I know. It's less of a spectacle. It's so fucked up. So, um Mr. Mosley has come to visit the help downstairs and he's just talking about how He's essential, but of course Matthew's making a mistake by not taking him to the bakehouse. And you know what? <laughs> Basically, after Matthew fired him, Matthew had to make him feel better, and now he needs to feel better about himself. He's like, well, Matthew thinks I'm worthless, but his mother thinks I'm essential. I'm not a fan of Mosley anyway, so I wouldn't be... I'm neither am I. I, I wouldn't be sad if he was fired. He's just... He's like a little weasel. I just... I don't... Yeah. I don't... I don't like him. Yeah, and the actor does a really like good job him. of playing this kind of like sad, meek. Yeah, meek dude who very like pathetic character. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> He's like a oh, so silly. Um, like very comical in a way. Like like some of Mosley's stuff is like is is very like humorous. The shit he has to go through. Yeah, it is. It's funny. Um, so then Matthew's telling Mary that. Uh, Lavinia, Lavinia's dad has sent a lawyer lawyer, because he's dead now. A lawyer is coming over to talk to him about the will. Apparently they don't know what's going on in it. Um, 
and we'll find out About something. And this, like, yes. oh my god, like Matthew married the sexual tension is palpable. It's like the two of them literally are making sexual in- innuendos. So he asks, "Are you looking forward to the wedding?" And she's like, "What do you think?" And he goes, "I'm looking forward to all sorts of things." <laughs> they're just like they're so there, excited. There better be there better be a very satisfying sex scene. Like, um, I don't yes. know. I I really don't think that's gonna happen. I really, I mean, no, not. I bet it'll be after or like around it, but not like obviously the actual sex. Scene. <laughs> no, no, not 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 the actual not the actual sex, but like you know the beforehand i hope so i i don't remember if they do i i think i think they'll have something um because like obviously it's just like these two just want to jump each other's bones and they have to wait basically which you know it it increases the the tension so it's cool um so sybil and look who arrives (laughs) yeah sybil and and uh tom have arrived and uh God, I mean, it just starts the most like <laughs> aggravating chain of events. This, this, this <laughs> face just so that face. I know she she looks like she's gonna murder him. She's like, hello, she, like, Tom. She, <laughs> like, a I don't doll. know if, if if it's like super bright, like you know, it was it was just, like super bright on very set that day eyes. that she was just ha- having a hard time seeing. I think but she like tilts her head down that's what... and like squints her eyes and looks up at Branson she, and says, yeah. "How you doing, son?" And she... <laughs> And she's just like, she's creepy. creepy. I think it is because it's very bright. She has very, very light eyes. And it is overcast and bright. And um, so, you know, being outside without sunglasses is, is, I get it. Like, the sun's like right in your face. It gets too bright for me, too. I get it. Yeah, I I understand. (laughs) We both have very light eyes. So I can't function outside without good glasses because I my eyes will I my eyes will water. Uh-huh, I can't uh-huh. keep my eyes open. Yes, that's so. It's, it's a struggle. <laughs> it's a struggle. I know. Um, oh man, but they're here. They are here. Yep. Um, Robert is just not everyone's happy about it. I mean, it it is what it is. Like, do we even need to explain it? Everybody keeps tr- calling him Branson instead of Tom, and they have to like remember to call him Tom and. He doesn't need to say like Lady Mary or Ma'am or anything. He can he can say he can call everybody everything that they call each other because he is them now. Like he's on the same level as everybody in the family because he he married one of the daughters. So yeah, it, it's kind of yeah. crazy because he you know he kind of went from being just a chauffeur to somebody who is now part of like the royal family basically like it's like kind of yeah. you know for this yeah. for this show like like nobility in a way um so th- i guess i'm gonna ex- play this this scene where matthew is explaining this whole will situation to his yes because he already spoke to the lawyer and the lawyer left yeah. um and so isabel has come in and he's explaining what happened which means he's his explaining apologies. to us what happened he was exactly what did he have to say for himself don't know where to start. Basically, it seems that Reggie Swire did not wish to divide his fortune. So when Lavinia died, he made a new will with a list of three possible heirs, of which I was the third. Why didn't the first name succeed? He died before Reggie, in the same epidemic that killed Lavinia. But at first, they thought that the second heir, a Mr. Clive Pulbrook, would be easy to trace. 
How much money are we talking about? A lot. Again, I would consider that a deflection because we don't get a straight answer out of how much money. <laughs> All of a sudden, what, you wanted an amount? <laughs> yes, I did. Right, I'll tell you. Because like, I, we okay. get that, but like to me, it's not, it's not a straight answer. I think I think you're reaching with that okay, one, but I'll okay. add it. I just think because... I'll add it. I'll add it for drama sake. Well, you know, I, it I doesn't. Want, I want to have. <laughs> I want to have twelve deflections by the end of this episode. There's a lot. I mean, he doesn't deflect it here to his mom, but to me, it's deflecting it from the audience. That's that's what I. That's what I think. <laughs> You're deflecting it from us, <laughs> that's, and that's that's, and that's what worse. I'm saying. Like that's it. We're the ones who don't know. Okay. <clears throat> oh goodness. So, but wait, pause it. I, I need I need to clarify something. Okay. <laughs> so after Lavinia died, yes. I guess I, I'm, I'm trying to understand the 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 train of events. Um. After Lavinia died, her father rewrote his will and added and added an heir who was already dead to it. Um. I think he added him and not knowing that he was dead. I think that's that's what happened. Okay. And then he'll explain this other dude, okay. I suppose. Lucky Mr. Poolbrook. Well, this is it. Sometime before Reg's death, Poolbrook travelled to the east, to India, to some tea plantations he owned there. And? He's never been heard of since. They've made inquiries. They've sent an agent out to visit his property. There's no sign of him. Okay, so at the moment, Matthew is, like, possibly going to inherit this money. Um, it's, it's looking like he's gonna inherit it. <laughs> what he does say later is that this Polbrook dude apparently they need to find out if he died before the other guy because he technically would have inherited it um, automatically when Mr. Schwire died because the first person had already been dead. So then it would automatically go to the second person. But if the second person died before Mr. Schwire died, then it would go to to Matthew. But if it if he died after Mr. Schwire died, then it would go to this Polbrook's heirs, um, his kids or whatever. So that's the situation. Mm, because I guess at that point, he had it, technically it's still owned technically it in his possession, yes. and he could give it to someone else at at that point. Even though he didn't know about it, he could have. Yes, it was technically his. So I think they okay. need to find out. And I don't remember what happened, so we'll find out maybe next episode. I don't know. This face Thomas is making. Yeah, is like, he's like, so O'Brien's like, Thomas, will you help this dude? He needs help. My nephew is like struggling over here. And he's like, I won't. Because <laughs> he's being, ugh, he's such a dick. Like, no one wants to help. Oh, no, they're fi- they're fighting over who should be. Oh yes, Who should be the valet for, for Branson for Tom. Yes, and and yes, obviously he doesn't want to. Uh... They're all they're all hoity toity about it too. They're they're like, oh well, he, now he thinks that that he's better than us. So I don't want to, I don't want to 
change him. He literally does nothing. I don't want to dress him. Absolutely nothing to show that he is better than them. And we will get back no. to that later because it's so fucked up. They're so fucking mean. Everyone's just being an asshole in this I episode. Know. And Ugh. it's and it's it's okay. I I shook my fist to this guy like dozens of times in this episode. It's it's just it's a typical Downton episode. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. crazy. And so she's like, well, then we'll just have have Alfred do it. And he's like, Alfred, Alfred couldn't right couldn't put his own socks on. Like I don't know. They're so <laughs> like mean. And like why can't Alfred do it? It's not even like. It's not even like Tom cares if Alfred does a good yeah, job anyway. Yeah, why, why, why do they care? Yeah, why do they care if Alfred doesn't know how to dress someone? If they just have him do it, you know, Tom could just, I don't know, be dressed incorrectly. <laughs> Whatever, I don't he know. He only has one outfit. Like, how the fuck is he? I, okay. I'm sure he knows how to put it he on. He does. He does. So he doesn't, <laughs> so they bring it up at dinner right here. Robert's like, so Branson, you didn't change. He's still wearing his, like brown suit that he wore oh no violet says it she, she's like is it a custom in in ireland in in ireland to not change before dinner and he's like he's like no i just don't have anything else yeah he's like this is all i brought because or, we or no and sybil <laughs> sybil's like of course not grandma yeah of course not and she's like i'm just asking we live like penny to penny here like in ireland like it's so different for her she like has no money so she basically just like you know works and everything they just live like the average person in ireland um, instead of like this master house that she came from, it's like the in-laws that have like all the money that won't help them out. Yeah. Um, but grandma's, it's like, is a little bit, you know, she's like, I don't know, maybe that's, that's the way it is. And so he's like, he's like, I don't even own a, a morning coat or a dinner jacket or anything nice because literally I have no use for it. <laughs> And uh, it makes sense. Like it's like it's so it's so weird. Like they're already like they know that 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 Tom doesn't have this stuff, and they're like they're mad at him for being poor, yeah. and they're mad at him for now that now that he has a, now he has a status in a way that he doesn't have the things that he needs to have. Of course, like it's just they're they're really they're make they're purposely making it difficult for him, and and I can definitely see how he gets frustrated later. Like like this sounds like such a Ugh. horrible position to be in. It really is. And it... I wouldn't have done it <laughs> if if I had to marry into this family. I would have left. He chose this. <laughs> like he fucking chose like, this for himself. So like I don't want to deal with your family. Well, the, I'm out of here. The thing is, like he's fine with dealing with them. Like it's kind of like he gets frustrated, but he know like he's the one who chose this, so he knows. That they're difficult, and he will push against them every single step of the way. Um, yeah, you know, to the detriment I of mean, his obviously wife. Obviously, he loves Sybil enough to to deal with everyone. Right, like, exactly. Like he does love her, but but like even he doesn't want to conform to them either, though. So he pushes against it. He doesn't. Yeah, he's he's actively against it, and and yeah, he gets more into that. And Carson doesn't like lower his plate enough for him to get the fish from it. It's like Carson like puts it up high like a dickhead. He's so mean to him. It just drives me insane. He's so fucking mean. Like, Carson honestly annoys me, like, just as much as Cora, if not more, because Carson is just like, Argh. he's such a stick in the mud. <sighs> yeah, Carson, yeah, he really is. He's, yeah, he's an asshole. Um, so Isabel asks, you know, do you approve of this act that's that's happening right now? So then, obviously, yeah, Branson has a ton of opinions about it. He is like, 
you know, would you want to be ruled over by somebody who doesn't even live on your same, like, island? Like, no. Like, this is so fucked up. This is, again, when uh, Carson is... I didn't know Carson breaks the glass. Yes, I didn't see he's that. He's so when I was pissed it. off that Branson so is. So he's mad that Todd yes. is talking about yes. this, and he, he physically breaks cracks. some crystal. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, Carson, go lay down. I know. He's, he's so tense. He's, so he's gonna. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he hasn't had like a worse heart attack yet, or like. Like, he's he's just a ball of stress oh, and anger. It really is. This whole episode is just, like, so much tension, especially with Tom. And, like, there is another part of this of this um, conversation right here where they kind of broke the silence. And then Cora goes, like, is it true that Irish gardens have more variety than ours? So she changes the subject from politics to gardens all right deflecting yeah deflecting i'm telling you she really <laughs> she changes the subject and clearly like tom was not done talking about it um i'm just gonna play what it's what this new guy says here about it everybody uh, downstairs has to has to say oh <laughs> tom's face i felt them very down so on it that's just because you know nothing it wasn't he down on them Insulting our country, insulting the king. I thought it was a miracle his lordship held his temper. But it must be hard, Mr. Carson, to sit out there with people he used to drive around. It is hard, Mrs. Hughes. Please sit down. Is there something we can do, sir? (laughs) I just wanted to come down to say hello. I wouldn't want you to think I got too big for my boots. That's nice. I hope you and Lady Sybil are well. We are, thank you. And we've been following the story of Mr. Bates. Mary keeps us informed. (laughs) Still, I mustn't interrupt your dinner. Thank you for coming down. (laughs) He's settled into his new life. Mary keeps us informed. Well, he knows her now. What's that got to do with it? His lordship would never call her Mary when talking to me, never. He wants to play their game. He better learn their rules. It is, he literally, he literally can't do anything right. Like, it's like, (laughs) every single thing he does, anger somebody else. Like, it's not even like, there's no winning. There's no winning. There's no winning for him. And I, I truly feel bad. We are not even halfway through this episode yet, Alzheimer. Oh, shit. We gotta get going. I'm so sorry, everybody. We we had, like, a false start as well. Like, it took us a long time to sort out the sound for this one. Um, so we wouldn't have to stop the Zoom calls. So. Um, oh, yeah, and here they're talking about all the different things that, that Tom could be calling everyone. Because, you know, Robert's like, he can only call me your majesty from now on. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, uh. you know, whatever. Just making up shit. Um, um, oh, and Mary knew about the lawyer t- turning up, so she's like, uh, what'd he say? And, uh, oh. Yeah, so this is, uh, w- this is w- another, it's coming. I, okay, I'm gonna play it. I'm <laughs> gonna play it. I'm gonna play this fucking deflection. And it's rather complicated. But you were right, it was about Reggie's will. So he's left you something? Never mind that now. Just sit down and tell me about the relations that are coming for the... 
see, again, like I said, another deflection. <sighs> what number are we on now, Emily? Um, seven. Wow. It's so fucked up. Okay. Um, then there's just a small scene where Daisy is uh, kind of bringing up to Mrs. Patmore that they need a new kitchen maid. And Mrs. Patmore's like, yeah, Robert said, honestly, can't hire anybody else. To quote Daisy, she says, you promised that I would become kitchen assistant. Yeah. And that we would hire another kitchen maid. And you lied. And she's like, well, it's, and Miss Patmore's like, well, it's not my fault. It's also Robert not her decision. Robert not to hire anymore. Yeah, like. Not her decision. It, like, Daisy is so naive and she's so annoying. She only thinks about herself. She, like, she, like you said, she does. She on, Daisy only thinks about herself every single time. She has no context. She's selfish. Yeah. She's she's a pushover. She has no thoughts of her own. <laughs> Daisy in a nutshell. Yeah. You know what? She just needs to understand that that whatever whatever Robert says goes. Like if he says don't hire anyone else, like you're fucking stuck, girl. Deal. You got a pay raise. Exactly. Um, then Sybil's having a conversation with uh, with Mary. Um, just talking about how she doesn't regret becoming Mrs. Branson and how important it is to her to kind of live like everybody else. And, um, she loves him. Like they are, they're very cute together and she thinks he's a wonderful man. And that's, that's the only thing that matters to her. So it's good. It's, it's cute. Yeah. And she just hopes that the family will, will take him in and get to know him. And Mary's like, we will. I mean, she's. Mary's speaking on behalf of the entire family, which she shouldn't, because that'd be a lie. But she she could speak on behalf of her and Matthew, and she does. You know. Yeah, well, we're in the Sybil uh, maternity style as well right now, so she's got this really frumpy hair and this really, like, frumpy dresses on for the, I think, the remainder of the, yeah. of the season because she's, she's pregnant. So she's just, like... She doesn't get to She's look. She's pregnant cute. with her second kid. No, the she first, had the one first kid, one. Right? No, this is this is her yeah, first this kid. Is the first one. Um, oh, I thought she had her first. We're not, one no, 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 no. We're not seeing how pregnant she is oh, because no. she's wearing really loose fitting clothes. But she she held her stomach there earlier, so I think yeah, she's she like did. several months yeah. pregnant. There's a little bump. Yeah. But yeah. There's because she said she was pregnant around Christmas time, and it's definitely been like right. at least a couple months since then. So she's probably like maybe four or five months pregnant, which is like pretty far along um yeah so in this conversation we have sybil and and branson together in bed um i i don't know should i play this basically like branson's just like you know i don't want to talk she's basically just telling him to 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 like chill out to not bring up <laughs> ireland all the time because she she knows it makes him heated yeah and it makes him mad and so like you know she's basically just telling him to sit and be quiet <laughs> And he says, don't disappoint me now that we're here. And then they kiss. It's such a weird, (laughs) it's such a weird way to, to, that's like a, that's like a mean thing to say. It is. And then she, and then she's like Like, happy about it. It's like so strange. It was, it was mean and like, kind of like, like it kind of sounded like I'm the man you listen to me in a way. Not saying that that's the way that Tom treats her, but it's like. The husband is the one who makes the choices. The husband is, you know, it's like, that's kind of the way it seems. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the way, the way I heard it was just like, you know, don't, don't tell me to not be myself around your family. I mean, <sighs> that, that's kind of how, how I took it. Yeah, but like, um, you gotta like, 
I mean, they're they're still. It it makes Sybil upset to see him so upset. So, but like obviously he can't really think that that pass like that far. Yeah, but honestly, the family asks him these specific questions, to rile and him he's up. just answering. I know. So it's just like it's like they're setting him up. Like it's not him; it's the family. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, do we get? We we haven't gotten this conversation with Matthew and Mary yet, but it's coming. It's coming. Um, I guess they're just talking about. Oh, now they're going to start talking about the uh, the money and situation, right? Mary brings it up again. Yes, they can't find so. Mr. Pillbox. What are you going to do with the money? Um, he's like, they're going to find him. And Mary's like, okay, well. But if they don't. I'll decide what to do. <laughs> or if, we will. If is the key word. Yeah. I mean, it, it is kind of like a pipe dream at the moment. And then Matthew's like, well, I can't keep it. And then Mary's like. No, of course not. And it, it, again, already, I knew Matthew was going to be very obtuse about this, so we'll talk about it later. I was like, oh, God, he's he's not going yeah, okay. to accept this money from his this man who thought that... Anyway. So then Robert tells Cora about the fact that they he lost all this money, and then he starts crying, because he's, like, upset about it, because it's all of her money. And she's like, all of my money? And she's, yes. he's like, yes, all my money. And she's like, oh, okay. And then for some reason, she's completely okay with this. She's like, you know what? If we have to go out, we're going to go out with a bang. We're going to make this We're gonna make this wedding the best wedding ever. And then we're all going to go live in ruin. That sounds so much fun. Let's, let's do it. She's like, let's just, let's just go all the way with this wedding. Spend all the money we have on this wedding. And then we'll just, we'll just die. Make we'll it just work. die. We'll just <laughs> die. <laughs> Day after the wedding, die. Yeah, like we're not important anymore if we don't have any money. So we'll just we'll just go out with a bang. So of course, taking it very well. Uh, Robert's still, you know, pretty sad about it, and uh, and uh, yeah. But basically, the second the second we found out that Robert, you know, lost all of his money and that Matthew was going to come into money, I was like, oh, well, this could fix that problem. <laughs> I, I, I right, Matthew, except for Matthew is ex- Matthew doesn't want it. Matthew can give it to the family. God damn it! I mean, seems, things, seems things easy enough, get, but no, things can't be that simple, Emily. Let's be honest; they really can't. Um, I know. So then, but I can dream. Uh, Tom is talking to Matthew, and you know now they're going to be brothers. So, well, they're you know brothers-in-law, and they're just kind of commiserating about the fact that they're going to be marrying this these girls and uh, that they're part of the family and he's like you know maybe you should be less obtuse because it will help like we have to be in this family together let's stick together we'll support each other and that's good yes um then we see so it's a nice nice little exchange between them yeah it's cute um <clears throat> so again we have a kind of another useless conversation between anna and mr bates um, it's honestly, it's, it's kind of like rehashing why he's in jail in the first place. The fact that she left no note and that he, you know, they don't know who could have possibly murdered her, um, or she killed herself and it's hard to prove that obviously. So just like I, this list is, that's it. You know, she's like, I don't understand how, yeah. you know, she could have killed herself but I also don't understand how you could have killed her, and, and there must be another reason. I mean, 
I could think of another reason. Somebody else killed her. Like, I... <laughs> that's the other reason. <laughs> I mean, my money is still on Mr. Bates killing right. her. But... Of course. Of course. Um, and I will, I will always... I will always... <laughs> always think Always, that. yes. Um... Okay, so like that. But did they, they 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 didn't talk about the honeymoon yet? No, and that's Anna's, in another. Con- later, no, that's yet. another okay, conversation. Okay. You know, it's the snappy editing. These <clears throat> small conversations. I just I get I get so lost and turned around. Um, what's happening? Daisy was just complaining about yep her job to O'Brien and her nephew, and uh, her nephew's so cute. And then Anna has um, done Edith's hair, and Edith's hair looks fucking amazing. It's got this looks finger weave all around it, the entire thing. Honestly, one of the more beautiful finger waves I've ever seen in my life. It is so, so gorgeous. It looks super good on it's her. Um, perfect. Compared, of course, to the frumpy Sybil hair, it looks fantastic. It's so frumpy. It doesn't look good on her. It's It's, so bad. It's like poofy, but like not in a good way. Like it's just not. It's not good. Um, But Edith is really confident. She's like, yes, I'm going to be so hot. Yes, she's hoping that Anthony Stralin will will notice her new her new hair. And he does because he's such a sweetheart. Um, I I can't believe Vicky was like so against that in our last episode. I was like, are you kidding me? He's so cute. Hated him. I know. I was like, what's wrong with him? He has nothing wrong with him. He's self depreciating, but not as much as Mr. Bates, so it's not even annoying. He's he's at least doing it in like in like a respectable manner. Like like Mr. Bates was just doing it in 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 such a uh, such a pathetic way. I'm sorry, but he's just like Okay. Um, O'Brien's of confronting Thomas a little bit, saying like, "Why can't you help Alfred?" Like, like basically, O'Brien's trying to trying to get him up in position. Like, she's yeah. trying to help him rise up. And right. and Thomas is like, "I've done like I've done my duty. I've worked my way up to this position. You want to get him up to my position like in a matter of days? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, it's how dare you? Yeah. Like, I've worked my ass off for this. Like, so no. Like, they're definitely having a falling out. Like, this is." This is this is it for I know for the bitch duo. They're not happy really with with each other at the moment. Um, no, so definitely not. They're having like a a big dinner, like a big cocktail hour right now. Um, and uh, they have some cute cute glasses that I want. I want those. Yeah, the coupe glasses. Yeah, yes, they're, they're super cute coupe glasses. Um, I want them so bad. then I guess Tom is talking to. Larry Gray, who used to, because pre- previously Sybil brought up the fact that Larry and the Grays are going to be coming to visit, and I think he had a crush yes. on Sybil. She heard from her sister that they were coming, and she was like, "Oh, they were like, oh, you better warn, yeah, Thomas, Tom." And but she and brought it up to like, him, okay. and he's like, "Well, why are you why are you telling me this? If he's if he's old news, it's not like it's a big deal." And she's like, "Well, he can just be a little bit much sometimes." <laughs> And we learn that for sure yes. in this, in this, in these next couple of scenes. Um, so Larry immediately approaches Tom and he's like, oh, I had to meet uh, the infamous husband of Sybil, um, who I, who I loved and wanted to marry. So fuck you. It's like, it's basically yeah. And he's, this guy is such a over actor. He's like, got these like 
really snooty looks, but it's just like in such an obvious way. He's not a good actor. No, I don't think he is at all. Um, he's not. He's a terrible actor. Yeah, so then Violet uh, comments about how, he, how Tom is still dressed like he came, you know, he only has one suit, so. Um, and, and Isabel's like, it's nice to see a man of the world, isn't it? Like, it's nice to see some diversity here, guys. Come on, chill out. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Basically, Isabel's for it. Uh, and they um, she they offer her this this new <clears throat> cocktail, and she's like, oh, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> she's like, those look far too, far too extravagant this early in the evening. <laughs> so funny, so funny. She's like, no, thank you. Um, and then Edith talks to <clears throat> Anthony Strallen, and it's it's so cute. She's like she's totally into him and he says um you know if you really want me to to go to the wedding and she's like i really i really want you to come um oh, this is where this is where i'm, she I'm gonna to play okay, she had just invited him to some dinner i guess yeah she pre- invited him to this dinner she, she invited him to, to, this- to come to this soiree soiree <laughs> soiree yes yeah, so i'm just gonna play if you really want me. I do. I really do. You look very nice. Have you done something jolly with your hair? Yeah. I say, what the devil? <gasps> what is it? Dinner is served. <laughs> so I wondered what that was in regards to. And <laughs> so, why, didn't, why didn't he say anything immediately? Like I don't know, because like... So he said, "What the he devil?" Obviously witnessed it and saw Larry putting something into somebody's drink, and Larry turns around and looks at them with his like horrible acting, like just like who me, like like that, and it's just like he was like, "What?" what? what? And we're like, "God, Larry, jeez, <laughs> Larry." <laughs> anyway, and like, and he, and he audibly says, "What the devil?" And everyone's like, "What the hell happened?" And he doesn't say anything. I, deflects. <laughs> No. <laughs> I also love how no, how care. Anthony Strallen just like commented on um, Edith's hair. Like, have you done something jolly with your hair? And she's so happy that he noticed. It's like the cutest because thing. She did it all for him. It's so fucking she's cute. Like, I wanted him to notice. So, and he did. Then we got this death glare from Sybil right now because her husband is going on a has he, has he already freaked out oh yes yeah. so we're in the middle of dinner and he has completely like he looks drunk his hair is all disheveled um and everybody's like jesus what's going on he keeps talking he's like he's clearly very drunk um and then um it, it becomes clear that larry has put something in his drink because anthony strallen says i saw you put something in his drink and he brings it up right now and then I guess he outed them and everybody just agrees that this happened. And then Matthew says at the very end, um, I want Tom to be my best man. So I'm going to go, you know, see how he's doing. Uh, that's, that's the whole scene. I don't think we, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that summed it up really well. <laughs> um, and then, and then Larry even tries to say something else. And his father is like, shut the hell up, Larry. <laughs> I know that's true. Yeah, his dad is, is me. I mean, really, completely, like, obviously, like, he did, he's like, I didn't treat, you know, 
I didn't want to raise my son to be an asshole where he's somebody who spikes other people's drinks. Like, what the fuck? Too late. He is an asshole. At least they, they figured that out so that they didn't, like, smear Branson so much. But, um... Yeah, basically. And then what's happening here? So, is she... Edith is talking to... I guess I should just play it. Thank you. To expose Larry Gray like that. You saved the day, really. No, I wouldn't say that. Matthew saved the day. No, it was you. I do hope we'll be seeing a bit more of you once the wedding's over. Well, uh... Wouldn't you like that? Oh, I should like that very much. Much more than I probably ought to. <laughs> Edith, let Sir Anthony go. A cheek kiss. Was so cute. Yeah, sorry, I was uh, I I was watching this while I was uh, home alone by myself watching the dogs, and they were kept, they kept being rowdy, so I had to look away a couple of uh, times, and I tried to pause it and go back. Yes. So I, I probably missed a lot of this little stuff because it didn't have my complete attention. Um, but now we are back in the library or something. Robert's having a drink. Cora's there. What's happening? Um, they're just talking about um, Matthew right now, and and obviously that he he buddied up with Tom to show him solidarity. And then then they're bringing up the you know maybe we should tell the girls about the uh, wedding money, uh, or sorry, not the wedding money, yes. the the money loss situation that he you know put all of his yes. money into the stocks and. And everything. The overall not having money situation. Yeah, which is a big deal. Um, because pretty big deal. Should have brought it up like immediately. Yeah, and like Downton, as they say in like one of the, um, they're like, oh, we we shouldn't tell your mom this, and she's like, no, she'll freak out. <laughs> so let's just wait. Um, and uh, I was gonna say that they bring up at dinner. I think Violet does like it's our responsibility to be a source of employment for the community like that's how they see themselves and they're like class is is necessary for the world to function because they need to employ people and that's good yeah, for the kind of, kind of like a trickle down situation. exactly exactly which is you know of course the most like like only rich people would think that they're like oh this is how it needs to work like, right oh, this is this is the plan this is the plan that will work and make everyone happy well <laughs> well no there's, there's some class differences which not always which are not um you know that are very very pronounced in this time so so that's why we're watching this show um and then mr bates is uh he's the his cellmates being a, a dick and he's like you know pushing him to to be like well didn't you kill this lady and he's like i'm warning you he's like is that a warning he's like yes i am i am warning <laughs> that's the fucking scene i'm warning you is that a warning yeah, yeah it's, a, it's warning. a warning i warned I, I you. will kill you <laughs> like i killed my wife <laughs> oh god you believe it too you believe no, it i don't believe it i was just i was just joking you believe it too um all the ladies are in all the sisters and anna are in uh the Mary's room and she's got her going away outfit planned for their, you know, I guess when yes. they, they ride off into the sunset to their honeymoon. Um, An extravagant going away it outfit. It is beautiful and it is expensive. I love the collar. Oh my god the collar. Oh my god. I love it. It's incredible. Oh, It's a beautiful blue it color. Is. Oh, I love it. It is. I love it. Um, 
Um, but Robert asks to speak with Mary alone. And we know what's um, uh, going to happen here. We know what's going to happen. He's going to tell her all about the fact that he has no more money. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'll tell you, I got, I got no, I got no more money. Um, and that's it. <laughs> yep. Um, then Tom is invited over to Isabel or I guess it's Isabel at Isabel's house. Right. And just happens to be that Violet's there. Um, I guess so. And it, he apologizes to granny. Um, you know, like, I'm sorry. I, I burst out. And then, uh, Oh yes. I think, I, I think a topic at the dinner table for the past couple, um, nights at the house has been, um, who gave the money to Sybil and, mm-hmm. and Branson to come over. Mm-hmm. And they still, I, I think at this point we still don't know who it is. No. Um, we do not. Um, but I do have to. So Tom, Tom comes over. I'm going to play make him why, where, why that he's here because Isabel has, okay, has okay. brought him in and I think it's, it's pretty cute. Um, it is pretty cute. Okay. I'm just going to play it. Yeah. Why was it you wanted to see me? We've asked Mosley to look out Matthew's old morning coat. He's confident he can make it fit. That's very kind ladies. But you see, I don't approve of these costumes. I see them as the uniform of oppression, and I should be uncomfortable wearing them. Are you quite finished? <laughs> I have. Good. Please take off your coat. <laughs> Melsley, do help him. Oh. If you'll just slip it off, sir. I fucking love that. It was so funny. Honestly, proper response. So great. I mean... Well, it's like, okay, are you done protesting now? We we have noted it, and we are going to continue. Please take off your coat. <laughs> we've listened. We've noted. Take off your coat. I, I mean, basically everything that Branson does is like, I'd like it to be noted that I am against this. Okay, thank you for it's noted. All right, continue. Like, it is just so... Before we continue, I'd like everyone to know that I am heavily against this. Yep. So good. Um, uh, all right, we've got a car arriving. Who is in it? The mother, the mo- grandmother, right? Grandmother's yeah, here? Grandmama. From America? Grandmama? Um, for some reason, your side is not recording anymore. Um, let me just test to see if this sound is recording. Everybody, there's a car. Okay, so the sound from the show is still recording, um, but yours isn't. So guess we'll good, guess we'll figure. Good th- thing I've been <laughs> been recording been recording this whole time. I know. Truly don't understand how that's working out, but it's fine. Whatever. Um. All right. So who's who's here? The only uh, the one and only Grandmama. Grandmama. Uh, who I guess I should play her entrance as well. I'm sorry we're playing so many things this episode, but. It is pretty great. It is funny, and she is amazing, and she comes out, and who is it, Emily? It, oh, do I know the name of this actress? Shirley MacLaine. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Iconic. Shirley MacLaine. I mean, come on. She she is amazing. This outfit she's wearing is, I mean, quite possibly the most extravagant thing I've ever seen in my life. It's got this I like I love her hair. I fur. love her hat. Oh my gosh, there's so yeah. much fur. Like the entire thing is like an entire like you know, hundred fancy ass car. I know, super fancy, like Rolls Royce or whatever. It's like red and pretty. I just gotta play the, her whole entrance here. Oh, Mother, how lovely to see you. As long as it is. 
Robert, aren't you going to kiss me? With the greatest enthusiasm. Tell me, where does this come from? I hired it in Liverpool. Why? Oh, I thought it might be a gift from the US government to help get Britain back on its feet. <laughs> Carson and Mrs. Hughes, the world has moved on since last we met. And we have moved on with it, madam. Really? <laughs> it seems so strange to think of the English embracing change. Mrs. Hughes, this is my maid, Reed. Sybil, tell me all about the arrangements for the birth. We do these things so much better in the States. <laughs> Edith, still no one special? Yeah. Oh, well, never mind. You must take a tip from the modern American girl. <gasps> Mary, dearest Mary, now you tell me all of your wedding plans, and I'll see what I can do to improve them. <laughs> I can love it. <laughs> she is great. Typical grandma. She's really great. Yep. Yeah. Um, I I've got to say I have not remarked on this, but Tom has definitely um got a different haircut this season. I think when he was the chauffeur, he kind of like had it slicked back or something, or like slicked down. But mm, now it's like not. I think so. It's not slicked down, so it's like kind of loose, and it looks really good. Like he definitely looks more handsome with this kind of more relaxed. It looks better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like quite dark hair. I feel like he had like like blonde hair but he doesn't he has brown hair maybe they dyed it i i really don't I, they did something with it um maybe daisy is on a work strike and uh, mrs patmore is just literally ignoring it she's not even like noticing um yeah and the maid the maid uh, for uh the grandmother comes in and says who do i tell uh the uh, diet to and daisy's like not to me yeah and uh and yeah miss patmore is definitely she's She's just working through it. Um, and I I think the way she handles it is a lot better than, you know, just thrashing her and, like, yelling at her like she used to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, She's just sitting there silently, and Mrs. Padmore's just like, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Then, uh, then Grandmama asks Matthew how he's related, and he's, like, pretty distantly related. Just so we get that, you know, remarked upon that they're not like first cousins here getting married right because <laughs> that would be wrong right I um i mean i don't know i mean it's, he's still technically a cousin so and i and i guess this sort of um arrangement is still happening oh at yeah this, at this time of, of course Pro- yeah. yeah marrying your first cousin probably is, like, slowly become, becoming less and less common <laughs> yeah but, but yeah I think it's becoming, yeah, a little bit less common. And even in, like, the, like any manner of cousins or relations, it's like, if if you're distantly related, it's better than not being distantly related, I guess, because that's how they think. Um, yeah. But uh, she just asked, you know, how it's going with Tom and everybody. Um, and here is the infamous conversation between Matthew and Mary that it is the most... The most I like, I like Cora's... Uh, I like Cora's... Uh, flower embroidery on her dress is super cute. Okay, here we go. How many moments of crawly history has this room seen? And many more to come. I hope so. In fact, what happened in the search for Mr. Pumpkin, Swire's heir? Have you heard anything? Yes, Charkham sent a telegram. I've got it here, actually. 
Convincing proof of Pulbrook's death. Stop. Investigating date. What does that mean? Well, if Pulbrook died after Reggie, then his heirs get the money. But if he died first, then I do. But that's absurd. What right have his heirs to inherit anything? Well, darling, what right have I? And frankly, what difference does it make? I shan't keep it if I get it. Well, actually, you will. Because something rather terrible has happened. You see, apparently, Papa has lost a great deal of money. Enough to ruin him. Enough for us to lose Downton. God, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yes, but surely if Mr. Pulbrook did die before Swire, then we're saved. Darling, I don't think you understand. Reggie Swire will have put me in his will because he believed I was his daughter's one true love. So you were? Yes, but... But I broke Lavinia's heart and she died. He never knew that. How could I possibly allow myself to profit from her death? To, to dine in splendor because I took away a woman's will to live. So you're prepared to destroy us in payment for your destroying her? Darling, please. You know I would do anything for this family. Anything except help us. Except save Papa from living out the rest of his days in humiliation and grief. And what about us? What about our children? Oh God, Matthew, how can you be so disappointing? Mary, please. No, don't you see what this means? Don't you see what a difference this makes? It means that you're not on our side, Matthew. It means that deep down you're not on our side. Oh, oh man. That was so Ooh. intense. Honestly, Ooh. I I get where both of them are coming from, which is like fine, but it's like did she, did they really need to react so dramatically? Like Jesus. It, it's it's definitely a weird one cuz like yes, I mean you definitely have to empathize uh you know or just, you know, feel for Matthew because, you know, he still thinks that he's wrong Lavinia and he will for the rest of his life and the fact that he's kind of willing to let this like reign over him forever um is his own issue but like but he said he wasn't going to keep it and honestly the best way would just to give it to Robert but like i don't know it's i i can definitely see like Mary's comment about about uh Pulbrook's heirs not not being able to get it. I mean, that's not fair. If if he truly, if it was truly his before he died, then then it's not for her to say. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. She was definitely being being a little selfish there, but she's definitely um, being selfish, and I and I see that as well. She is, but like we're talking, a, she's being selfish, but Matthew's being kind of unreasonable. He's being unreasonable in, in a lot of ways because we're like looking at it objectively, but like to be honest, this is two dead people, Lavinia and her father and they don't care they, they don't care what happens they're dead like it's just Matthew that cares and it's like you could you could use this money for your love for Lavinia but he really feels like he betrayed her so harshly that he he cannot even bear the fact that he could have anything good coming out of it which is it's just like it's messed up to think that way. Like they're both dead. They don't care, you know. Like 
Yeah, it, I mean, money is money. You know, like it's to him, it's like it's equivalent of blood money because of how much he he felt like he betrayed her. <laughs> yeah. But but it's they a... need it. Like it's not it's like it's like they had they had this money and they didn't need it. It's like okay, well, sure, get give it away. But they need it. Yeah. If Robert didn't lose the money in the in the railway investment, then then Matthew could have like could have donated it, could have given to a charity or something. Exactly. Like he didn't exactly. need to keep it. Right. Right. But like it's just not the reality of help. the situation now. It's just not the yeah. way it is anymore. He could he could help the he could help the family of the woman he loves. That, you know, is going to be his family, and Lavinia wanted them to be happy. So, like, but, yeah, it's, it's weird. Definitely can see both their sides, but, yeah, that, that whole fight was, like, super dramatic, unnecessarily. It, um, it really was. I mean, it gets solved, but honestly, I think the reason that they had it in this episode was we had to have one final squabble between Mary and Matthew before they got married, you know, just to put that tension in there for this episode before they get married, like... It's it's not Couldn't gonna be, things be it's not gonna be a soap opera unless the bride almost like unless the wedding just almost doesn't happen right like that's how it has to be. <laughs> yeah, couldn't let people be happy. No, couldn't. Can't leave things. Um. So um, then we're back in the jail. Yeah, Anna. Uh, Anna met with Mister Bates. Basically, she was talking about the honeymoon. Um, and how you know Mary would have liked. Anna to go with her to France. They're going to go to the south of France for their honeymoon um, and stay in London for a couple of days and whatever. And Anna was just going to go to London and then kind of head back and, and find her, find Mary, another maid to go with her to France um, so she could stay at Downton and be able to go visit Mr. Bates. And Mr. Bates is like, no, like, absolutely not. Do you, I told, what, like, like this is, <laughs> what's that meme with, with the Lion King? Like Simba, oh, yeah. what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> yeah, the, the all of the like, everything like, you see, the light touches you? is yours, and then he's like, "What about what about that shadowy part over there?" And he's like, "Simba, what the fuck did I just say?" Yeah, this is basically like this moment. Like honestly, just a couple episodes ago, Mister ago, Mister Bates was like, "You need to live your life, girl." Yeah. Like I'm gonna be in here for a bit, whether we find a way to find evidence that proves that I'm not actually a murderer, even though I definitely am. Um. Like, you need to, you need to go out and have fun. Like, you need to not, like, think that you need to stay here. And yeah. she's like. She's like, but I want to be close like, yeah, to you. I want to suffer. I want to suffer and be closer with you. I know. It's be like, you me. could go to the south of France for a fucking month. I would do that. Like, I mean, I know you're going to be kind of sad that Mr. Bates isn't there, but he's like, live the life for both of us. Like, go to the south of France. When the heck are you ever going to get a chance to do that again? Just, just go. It's like, right? Oh, yeah, like, I want to go. Right? I, I would do that. I'd go for the south of France for I a would month. go. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Anna, she she loves to just to just be in pain as much as Mr. But they're, they're quite perfect they for really each other. Are. They're both horrible. They really are. They're both horrible people that love to be mad at the world, like, and sad for themselves. Like, exactly. they really do. They, they can never be happy unless they're specifically happy in one way. Um. So... Uh, then we have Carson and Violet walking down, and I just have to remark on the size of the bouquets that are in this this room. I mean, the room is quite large, but these bouquets are humongous, and they are just like yeah. getting all the flowers ready for this wedding, and they're everywhere. The flowers, the the color scheme looks exactly like in Animal Crossing the garden color scheme for 
uh, the wedding items, you can get, you can customize them and change them. I, I know this because I'm literally trying to customize all my items right now. It's, and uh, I just did all the wedding photos with the, the two llamas in the game, Animal Crossing. So they are, it's adorable. It's like this green, like yellows and, and light greens and whites. And it's so cute. Just had to yeah, put that cute. out there. It is wet. There is so much wedding going on right now in my life. It, it's absolutely overwhelming. Okay. We watched this episode. There's a wedding in it. There's wedding on my Animal Crossing game that's for like a month. I have to like go and yeah. help out these the two llamas and take pictures of their wedding like every single day. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I don't have to do this, but I'm doing it. My grandma's getting married next week, which is why I'm coming back to LA. It is a, there's, not to mention everybody, there, three people I know got engaged like the last two weeks. I, I can't. It's 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 a uh, it's wedding season, dude. It's wedding fever. <laughs> it's crazy. It's fucking after crazy a, after everyone basically losing losing a year of their life to COVID. It's a uh, it's. I, I feel like the weddings. I feel like the weddings will be right right after what the 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 one of the wars where everyone got married and had kids. Oh, the boomers. Yes, like yes. yes. It's gonna be the 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 new like the corn tumors. Like all these like you know quarantine babies or whatever the heck it <laughs> yeah they're growths they're new growths like that's what i have to say the quarantados qu- <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly anyway okay oh, let's continue goodness. we are we are right. i'm so sorry this is taking forever we people need to get i know going. Okay. <laughs> we've got to wrap this shit up dude. And we're, we're like a three-fourths of the way in so um Okay, we have an interesting conversation between uh, Violet and what? What is the name of of? Um, here we go. Do, do the do the Levinson, X-ray. Martha Levinson. That's Martha. That's the mom. Okay, yeah, she's fucking amazing. I love her so much. I love Shirley MacLaine so much. She's basically just like like making fun of the English for for sticking too close to tradition and never trying anything new mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. And Violet's just like, well, you Americans just don't understand the importance of tradition, and and she's just like, well, you British just have sticks up your ass. Like, that's basically hundred percent. And and Violet is just trying to be, you know, nice about it, but also <laughs> saying like, you know, I, I hate the, this woman. She just like she's basically the opposite of of the she traditional so values. Much. But I love their conversation. It, it is so funny. Um, you know, yeah. Violet's like, you know, the groom doesn't see the bride before the wedding and all that. And, uh, you know, because that's the tradition. It's it's pretty great. Um, then Edith comes. Edith comes in with a really oh, cute dress. Beautiful gold dress. It is so pretty. She just, she like looks a, amazing. Like a rose gold or like a, like a champagne. Like oh, it's, it's yes. super pretty. It's just, she's so gorgeous in um, this episode. She's so gorgeous. Yeah, I love this. Um, and then um, they okay. find out. Here we finally figure out who sent the money. <laughs> and it was uh, it was Violet. Yes, this is when we find it out. It was Violet who did it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so cute. And, and Violet's like, I just, I thought she should be here. So I sent her the money. And it's like, thanks, Violet. <laughs> and Mary is very, very quiet down at the end of the uh, table because she's just had a row with, um, with uh, her her with betrothed Matthew. with Matthew. Um, and yes. so she gets very 
she just gets really upset. She's like, family isn't always family, is it? And then she just starts crying and runs off upstairs. <laughs> she, she's like, sometimes people just don't love you enough. Yeah. And then she just leaves. No. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's regression it's just, again, you know? Oh just my like, gosh. Ugh. I, I, okay. Daisy is still and then we have another strike. on strike. Daisy's just not helping. They have this huge, they're preparing for the wedding and Daisy is just not helping. Nope. Um, and okay, that was it. Then everybody at dinner's like, oh, what's up with Mary? Did they quarrel? And, you know, she's like, I heard about a quarrel. She's like something about Eden. being on our side, something, you know, kind of serious. And she's like, well, people kind of squabble before they get married. That That's what happens sometimes. <laughs> you know, it, yeah, it and then the uh, Tom offers to go see. Like Robert says, "I'll go see him." Yeah. Tom says, "No, I'll go." I'm the I mean, best we're both, man. The, I'm the best man, and we're both kind of outsiders to this family. So you know, I'll just go. <laughs> like he really didn't need to say that, uh, yeah, but he did. But it's true. Like, um, it is true. Yeah, and the grandma says he he's the one who'll lose his job when if the wedding's canceled. Like the job of being the best man. <laughs> <That's> cute. <laughs> That's true. It's really cute. That's true. Um, okay, I, I think finally <sighs> we get to the end of this. So Daisy's been on strike. Um, and Daisy's like, you haven't been responding to my protest. And Miss Patmore's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I cannot hire anyone. Like, you got a pay raise. That's the best I can do for you right now. I'd love to get you a kitchen maid. And you're already my assistant. But, like, this is just, this is the times, girl. Yeah. Got a deal. And she's like, okay, hand me the towel. So she's, she's dealt with her shit. Hopefully we're done with that. Yeah, and then um, Mary is still crying because she was being... I mean, it's not like she's being like a spoiled brat or something, but it's like she's kind of taking it too far. Like, she's she's basically taking it to that level. She's definitely taking it she's too taking far. It she so taking it so personally. She's, she's taking this quarrel and making it seem like maybe we shouldn't get married. I, yeah. I was like, bitch, do not. Excuse <laughs> me? Do you know how much we went through? You... Uh, and and Anna is literally don't make me come in there. I'm gonna <laughs> shake some sense in the both. Well, that's of you. what like... Anna's doing right now. Anna just basically says, you know, I, I don't know. I'm gonna play it because I think she really, she really kind of lays it down pretty pretty well. I suppose he never gets the money. It's not about the money. It's that he won't save Papa when he could. The music. She has to be true to himself. That's the point. He puts himself above the rest of us. Don't you see? What I see is a good man, my lady. And they're not like buses. There won't be another one along in ten minutes' time. Mm. Anna is fucking right. <laughs> buses? Yeah. All right. Yeah, you know, the bus I comes. I would have thought of a... Would have thought of another analogy, but okay. That's it. I've heard that analogy before. I definitely have. Really? Yes. Yeah. All right. Um. And now we have the opposite. Yep. The opposite conversation with Tom and Matthew. Now. Do we just want to see what they talk sure. about? Sure. I can't do what she wants. It's strange for me to be arguing about inherited money and saving estates. And the old me would like to put a bomb under the lot of you. <laughs> but. Well. But you're meant to be together. I've known that as long as I've been at the house. And at first this kept you apart and then that kept you apart. But please don't risk it a third time. Because I'll tell you this. 
you won't be happy with anyone else while Lady Mary walks the earth. Call her Mary, please. Never mind what I call her. I know what I'll call you if you let this chance slip through your fingers. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good conversation right there. That really, that really worked out. Um, so, yeah, so some, some really good things. I mean, basically, they were just trying to say, like, you guys are going to quarrel. Like, there's going to be stuff that you guys don't agree on, but you have to work through that together. Yeah. But you guys love each other, and that's worth getting through all this shit. I know. What like, is the perspective? Like, like fucking damn. This is a very, like, this is something they need to talk about. They need to discuss it without putting their emotions into it. And also just know that you're going to have to compromise, and sometimes you're just not, not everybody's going to be happy. Like, it's just the way it is. You know, it's a relationship. And you love each other, so you want to make it work. You have to you have to work at it. Um, yes. So... so Matthew comes back to the house. He he wants to see Mary because, you know, they're getting married tomorrow. He doesn't want to leave things like this. And so he comes to the door, and he's like, we need to talk. Like We can't and... see each other, obviously. So they're, like, on opposite sides of the door. Yeah. Which is it's cute, you know? Like, I, I like Mary... it. Oh, my God. And it's cute, but when Mary when Mary says this one thing, I was like, I was like, bitch. The f- uh, yeah, I I know. Oh my god, I'm gonna I'm gonna play. I'm just gonna play it. Oh, that's what Anna says. Then she's right, my darling. I'm sure we will fight about money and about Danton, about how to rear our children, about any number of other things. And shouldn't we accept it, Matthew? I've been thinking, and I'm not angry now. Truly, I'm not. But if we can disagree over something as fundamental as this, then shouldn't we be brave and back away now? What the... Oh. It's not because you're afraid of calling it off, because I'm not. No. It's because of something Tom said. And then he just says, like, I could never be happy as long as you... As long as we weren't together. The fact... Like, this, this, I don't know, like, her saying that just made me think that Mary's just, like... She's an all-or-nothing kind of person. All-or-nothing? But it also makes her seem kind of weak. Like, like, she, like she's not willing to try. Yeah, to fight. Like, she, she's just, she's willing to give up. Right. Like, it's just, it, it pissed me off. I was like, you guys obviously love each other, and, and that's, that's what couples do. They fight. Have you not... Have you not seen your parents fight? Exactly. And also, like, Like, I don't think she knows what a real relationship is. Like, this is a relationship. Like, you disagree on things, but you can still love each other. Like, but she's like, oh, this is so fundamental. And it's like, is it, though? Like, I feel like you guys could maybe come to some kind of, like, happy medium. If we can't fight over something as important as this, what What about this is important? It's fucking money. (laughs) Yeah, like, figure it out. The worst yeah, the worst that happens, they have to sell Downton, and then they have some money, or they got to close Downton, and they they have to live simply for the rest of their lives. Like, I don't know. Like, she would. It, I think that there's a lot of things that could happen, and obviously they they sort it out. They kiss each other. They don't look at each other, and then they're, the wedding's still on. Um, well, Mary looks, but I, I guess I guess maybe she's allowed to. No, I thought she closed um, her eyes too. But anyway, no, she opens oh. them like 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 mid like right. I don't know, during the kiss or right after the kiss, she opens her eyes and looks at him. Yeah. Because she's a cheat. <laughs> I think you were all, I, mean, I don't know, whatever. And, uh, 
So then we, it's the day of the wedding. It's the morning. Tom comes down yes. the stairs. He's wearing uh, Matthew's old jacket and he looks very nice in it. And uh, Robert's like, you look very smart. And they kind of have like a little, you know. They have a, they have a nice, uh, a civil, a civil exchange. It's, it's civil. And he ends up kind of like counteracting something that Robert says. And he's like, oh, you know, um, if, if you talk to me like that when you were a chauffeur, I'd like kick your ass or something and then he's like but you're not anymore so I guess I have to accept that <laughs> great so fucking horrible good that you could be the better person Robert no these great. you're such a great guy thanks Ugh. Ugh. you're such a you're the stronger better person <laughs> okay such an asshole Mary is now prepared for her wedding her hair's done up she's got this beautiful like um, leaf tiara thing that's going across her yes, head. It's so it cute. It is so gorgeous and it's like covered in jewels. It looks honestly, it's so beautiful. Like I just I I want one of those. It's so pretty. Against her like dark it's super hair. Pretty. Um and all the women are like, Oh my gosh, you look so amazing and um you know, it's I love I love people getting ready for weddings. It's so cute and all the, the the daughters are just like saying something to her before she uh before she goes and um the mom yeah. says you know her bit about how uh you know there's there's really is there anything you need to know about but sex? she's like yeah basically without saying it you know obviously it's like really veiled but then she's like but you kind of already know about that you know because of the whole mr pamuk situation but she doesn't say that but she kind of like references it because she like implies she's it. like, yeah, she's like well, already... you probably don't need my advice <laughs> I don't know, maybe some <laughs> advice would be good because that was like not a situation where it was like That was a that was a bad experience. That was a bad situation. Yeah. Like that's not it's not what you want to go off no. of. No. <laughs> it's not. I can imagine that it wasn't like an extremely fun experience for her. Um but no. you know, she'll figure it out. It's fine. Like they they have, you know, this kind of not so white wedding situation about it for her and it, it's fine whatever like yes you can still have a wonderful they, day they pro they procured these three cute little girls who, i don't know very curly who hair who they are or I don't know where they got who them. they belong <laughs> who they to like are they cousins I don't know what closet they were sitting I, in i don't know <laughs> like, i don't know what happened yeah they spawned them they took them from narnia like from the closet they were just like hey girls come join us yeah, get ready. You're gonna be our fl our seventeen flower girls. Like it's just it's adorable. Um, and they're riding off. They're really cute. they are really cute. Their curly hair is really cute. They're riding off. They're right. right. They're getting everything ready. Um. Oh yeah. Daisy's a little sad that she couldn't be there for the wedding, mm -hmm. and Mrs. Padmore's like, "Well, what are we gonna do? Like, we have to we have to get the oh my god, this food. Looks I know. So I was good. literally so gonna say, look at the food. <laughs> I'm so hungry. It looks so fucking good because it's wedding food, and it's probably like oh god, super like, great. Oh my god. I want to go to a wedding starving. at Downton like so bad. Like I, I mean, just thinking about going to a wedding at one of these like beautiful old British houses, like. Oh my god, I'll start to get married at Downton. The the amount of money it would probably cost to get married in one of these old British houses not being a British person. I mean, you you definitely would have to be marrying somebody who's British for one. There's no probably, way yeah. that you could just yeah. get married there as an American or foreigner. Like there's just like no way. Sure. Like you the, the only way it would work is if you paid like a hundred thousand dollars like i swear to god like it would have to be that much money for it to work for this whole shebang yeah. 
<laughs> to, to yeah. work out. Or 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 if you or if you knew knew the people right uh, like like but it would house, still like, cost closely. a lot of money. Like Basically. if you think about it, yeah. you really anyway. I'm just gonna stop because I've been thinking too much about weddings. I really can't. <laughs> Let's not go on this tangent. Let's not. Um, <laughs> uh, so they're just like, okay, but if we if we finish up, we can go see them off. Okay, and then... Okay, then the bride okay, comes and down. Mary's ascending the stairs. And of course, Carson and Robert. Carson, her other dad, and Robert are there um, watching her walk down. Her two dads. <laughs> and she's wearing like a very, very 1920s, like kind of loose gown. Um, it's pretty. Like, yeah. I, you know. It's not my favorite. It looks a little frumpy at the top, and I don't <sighs> well, care for it. Well, it's the style. But Mary's beautiful. You know, it's. But Mary's beautiful. She has no, it it's is. very straight. It's not my style. There's no curves it's, it's to it. It's style. It's just, it's yeah. definitely not like a lot of people's style. I mean, not today, anyway. Yeah. Like, this 1920s straight look. Um, it works for this. She looks like a, a she does. really looks like a bride from, I bet you they got a lot of inspiration um, from brides in the 1920s, um, early 1920s, yeah. and just like seeing, seeing that probably the, costume designers were like this is the kind of look we're gonna go for she's gonna look really beautiful she's gonna look very period period accurate uh or near nearby period adjacent um and she kind of says something cute here i'll just i'll just play what her dad says to her when she walks down the stairs with the garden theme animal crossing flowers all around thank heavens you got everything settled you had me worried it's not quite settled i'm afraid he won't get off that easily but you're happy. I am. And what about you? I'm so happy. So very happy. I feel my chest will explode. Aww. It's so cute. Aww, it's so cute that he takes her arm and they, they walk outside. And everybody's getting ready uh, at the church, and of course, um, Edith's like, "Anthony, come sit with me, and by the by the family." And he's like, "But I'm not family," and she's like, "You basically are." What? He's not, but okay. And then, you're, you're gonna be. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "You're gonna be the the other man uh, that that Tom and uh, Matthew have to mingle with now for the rest of time. One day, honestly, she- a little." I don't know if this is significant. Tom and Matthew like thank Branson for, or sorry, Tom and Matthew thank uh, Mosley for some reason. Just like, I think they're going to fire him. Like, why else would you just like, like, why else would you just like go up to him and say, thanks Mosley. You really helped us out. And then just like leave. Like, no, like, I think something's going to happen to Mosley. They're, they're, they're giving Mosley way too much to do in this episode. Yeah. Too, like, they're, they're acknowledging him, but not having him do anything. Oh, and then I got to say what fucking Mrs. Hughes says here. It's well known that Mrs. Hughes does not like Mary. Okay, we have discussed this. She, she does not <laughs> care for her. discussed this for sure. This is a proud day, Mrs. Hughes. I don't know if I'm proud, but I'm very glad you're happy, Mr. Carson. <laughs> hates Mary. She that, hates that her. That was like the snarkiest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh my god. Like, and the fact that we still don't understand, like, like, it's, oh my gosh. I remember, I remember us first talking about it. Like, she's like, 
if I may be so bold, Mary's Mary's a selfish, prissy, rich girl, and I hate her. Like that's basically. Oh my god. Then I just got to play uh, what what Cora says to Edith here. You'll see. But I. Day, Mrs. Hughes. We'll just hear this I don't again. know if I'm proud, but I'm very glad you're happy, Mr. Carson. You're next, darling. You'll see. But I. So encouraging to see the. I. Okay, wait. Future unfurl. Grandmas are together. As long as you remember, it will bear no resemblance to the past. <laughs> okay, so let's just unpack that whole Edith situation really fast. I'm sorry this is such a long episode, but every single time anybody goes up to Edith, they're like, so Edith, no man for you? And she's like, no. And they're like, it'll come. You, you're next. You're next, Edith. And she's like, am I? Am I next? Is that, is that going to happen for me? I, I don't know. It might not. As if, <laughs> as if Edith is, is like is like speaking to the writers. Am I next? Yeah, exactly. Am it's I? like the, everybody. Will I see the day? Everybody who's already paired off is like it's you're next, and then it's like what kind of like energy is that? The energy you're putting out into the world that says you're next. Like I don't understand. Like it's not gonna help. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was almost uncertain. Like her answer, she was just like, "Will I?" She's always doing She's that. Really unsure. So the whole town's gathered around to watch Mary go down They're in this carriage, waving. You know, it's just yes. like the queen's getting married or something, and they all got these like red and blue flags for some reason. I guess is that like the Downton flag? I literally don't know. Um, and all these extras are just like chasing around, being carted from one shot to the other, so that they could join. A, you know, in watching this carriage go by to get to the church, and Mary steps out, and basically ch- chasing him to the church. It's, it's pretty cute. Um, probably be a fun. Yeah, everyone's very happy. You know, watching all of these these extras see her walk this out. Is the most exciting thing to happen than than Tom marrying than, Sybil. Than Tom marrying Sybil. Yeah. So I thought, oh, it's Talk it's panning up. I thought we were gonna maybe not not get to see it, but we do get to see like the beginning she walks in matthew doesn't look behind him when she first first walks in and it's really weird and then he turns around and the 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 smile that he gives her is not like oh my love it's like oh hey it's it's like, you this is the love of my life she this is the this, she's so beautiful like i like i could never live with anyone else like yeah he needed a bit more like he needed to start crying. right like right now all <laughs> she's smiling at him and then he just kind of gives like a oh there you are kind of smile which is like, it's not the way that typically like grooms look at their look at their brides when they're walking down. But it's fine, whatever. Yeah. I'm not gonna judge it so hard because um, they're finally getting married. So the cute little girls come down. Um, everybody is is excited, and um, then I guess I'll just I'll just play this. We're, we're already here, guys. This is the last. This is the end. It's happening. Let's, let's just, just play let's it. Just do it. I'm actually okay. surprised that they. I know. Okay, I'm just gonna. Okay. She has beautiful lilies in her hand. They're so pretty. You came. To be honest, I wasn't completely sure you would. I'm glad to hear it. I should hate to be predictable. (laughs) Honestly, that was like. I love that. I thought that was a really cute thing to say. That was yeah, that that was really cute. I just I just I don't know. I wish they would have 
stopped it somewhere so we could see the whole wedding together because like it's like is the wedding going to be over when we start the next episode is it going to be a continuation and we'll see the rest of the wedding i like, don't think I, we're gonna have this is such a i don't think we're gonna have any other wedding i think it's, it's just i think the next episode is going to be it'll just be after the after wedding. they return from their honeymoon i think that that's that's what's gonna happen um mm, okay. because i don't think we're gonna okay. have any any honeymoon at all I think it's just going to be like, oh, what would you guys do on your honeymoon? So that'd be cute to see. Well, like to they'd see have to build honeymoon. another set and and make it look like the south of France. And you know what looks like the south this of France? Is season three. Nowhere in England looks like the south of France. Absolutely nowhere. Doesn't Downton have like a shit ton of money by now? I know, but then they'd have to go to some place that looks like the south of France, and that is a lot more expensive to shoot than just shooting in England. Do it! <laughs> I want to see Honeymoon Matthew and Mary. I 100% want to see Honeymoon Matthew and Mary, but it, it's... I, I don't know. We'll find out. we get a couple weeks, guys. Okay. I'm going to be there, so maybe we'll Fine. be recording the next Downton together. Huh? Ooh, oh, a live recording. <laughs> No, I don't think we'd ever do a live recording. Uh, it's um, too much. That'd be fun, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, we're sharing a, a mm. screen, and I don't think we're allowed to do that. We can't, like, share the video to the world, because that's... Well, no, if if, if you and I were physically together, yes. we could play it, and then just then just record our, our live commentary during we, it. We um, could do that. That would be fun. All right. We'll, 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 we'll discuss we'll, it. We'll save it for... <laughs> we'll discuss it. We'll discuss it. Um... Oh this episode All right, well that was a jam-packed episode um, i am sorry that this was freaking two hours long it was ridiculous <laughs> never happen again we promise i know hopefully oh, god i can't um I can't. unless there's another special but um that was the episode lots of shit happened um excited to see matthew and mary in their in their newly married life um and all the problems and drama that's gonna come with that yeah um i really hope edith and anthony uh get to see more of each other i really do um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, something else is about to, I, f- I feel like because the wedding's over, something big has to happen with Mr. Bates soon. <laughs> I, yeah, something involving his cellmate. Oh, yeah. Well, mm, okay. I didn't really like this episode except until the very end. I thought it was fine. Like, it's fine. Like, I don't hate it. It's a fine but episode. I, so, I mean, it's pretty middle of the road for me. So, I would give this episode um, 6.5 railroad shares out of 10. <laughs> wow. Don't give the whole boat, or else you'll lose all your That's money. That's true. Um, I'm going to give this... I'm going to give this a 5.5 fancy cocktails. Oh, um, yes. Out of 10. I really want to know out what the cocktail was. They don't say it. It really would have it would have been good if it was like oh this is a bee's knees or something right which is like you know a gin cocktail from the 1920s and oh my god I'm gonna literally stop this recording and go have myself one of those right now I I I forgot it was Saturday which means I can drink today oh man and I have coupe glasses I'll send you a picture maybe I'll post it. (laughs) Oh my goodness I know I I need to get some coupe glasses they're so cute um is this. This is just a show, right? It's not based on any books or anything. Downton Abbey, no, it's, it's completely original. Okay, yeah, I bet, I, I bet some crazy Downton Abbey fan has has figured out what the Drake was, or, or like you know made a made a made an inspired. One I bet least. you there's an um, entire Downton Abbey cocktail book 
out there. I 100% think Ooh. that that is a thing and maybe we should cocktail and recipe uh-huh. book. I think maybe we should we should try to find that fun. and uh and get that and uh, enjoy these. That'd be fun. Yeah, while we're yeah. while we're watching them. All right. Ooh. All right. Well, that that was a uh, that was the start of season 3 everybody. Woo! We're excited to see what the rest of the season holds for us. Um if you enjoy this episode or just the show in general please rate and review us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and stitcher we're also now on spotify and if you need notifications on future episodes that we release please follow our social media we have twitter at by the popcorn and instagram at all by the popcorn podcast um we also have a facebook page just search all by the popcorn podcast and like that um we also got a youtube channel just search all by the popcorn podcast and subscribe um, if you want to reach out, say hello, give us suggestions on future shows and movies to watch, uh, please email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we've also got some merch, so please check that out. Um, but thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.